Open your Bibles, if you will, to 1 Thessalonians. Buenos dias. Good morning. So I'm going to be sort of speaking in tongues. Now, what that means is Spanish and English. And I will be translating some, some, some of it, okay? Um, Dios los bendiga en esta mañana, todos los que están aquí. Este, vamos a abrir nuestras Biblias, Primera Testolonicenses. You know, we are an example. ¿Sabes qué? Sí somos un ejemplo. We are an example. And God made us as an example in a fallen world where everything seems to be falling apart. We stand out. Because God made us in his likeness, in his image. The question is, are we living our lives as true Bible-believing Christians? Or is it just a title? Yo, yo quiero saber... En un mundo donde está destrozado todo, donde todo, todo eh, completamente se está desbaratando, yo quiero saber si verdaderamente estás viviendo como un cristiano bíblico. A Bible-believing Christian. Are you living it? You see, because the Bible is very clear That Jesus was raised from the dead and it took the power of the Holy Spirit to lift him up. La Biblia está tan clara que el poder de Dios cuando Jesús resucitó entre los muertos fue resucitado con el poder del Espíritu Santo. So, so if the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same one that transformed our lives. My question to you, are you living like Jesus resurrected? With that power. You see, because something has to happen. If, if the word of God that created the heavens and the earth, if the word of God that said, let there be light, is the same word that comes into a heart, then should there not be a difference? Or is it just a title of Christian living? What is going to speak very loud in this world, in a fallen world, is how you're living. Lo que va a hablar muy grande en este mundo caído, lo que va a hablar, lo que va a testificar si realmente eres un cristiano o no eres, va a ser cómo estás viviendo. Don't just say I'm a Christian and live like an unbeliever. Because, because listen, the Bible, the word of God is power. So when God said, let there be light, let me ask you, was there light? Yes, there was. 
So if the word of God talks about a change of heart, a new birth, should there not be that type of evidence? Have you ever run into someone who says, I'm a Christian, yet they live totally out of context, out of the Bible? Well, here we have a church that sets up an example of real Christian living. Aquí tenemos la Biblia, una iglesia de lo que es vivir realmente como un cristiano bíblico, like a real Bible-believing Christian. Turn, look at chapter 1, 1 Thessalonians. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God, the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ, grace be to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, making mention of you in our prayers. Watch this. Look at verse 3. Constantly bearing in mind. Look at the example. Constantly bearing in mind. What type of Christians are these? Work, your work of faith. Labor of love. Your steadfastness or perseverance of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, in the presence of of God the Father. Everybody's got faith in something. Everybody's got hope in something. Everybody perseveres in something. But listen, what Paul is talking about here, these type of Christians have faith, have love, and have perseverance in Christ. We are all looking for who can set the best example, who has the best example so that I can follow in his steps. If anybody sets a bad example of what Christian life is, what Christian life is then you do not follow that person if you truly know the word of God. Amen. You, don't, you step away. I don't want my kids, I don't want my wife, I don't want my husband, I don't want my Christian brothers who want to know the word want to know the true and living God, I don't want them to follow that type of person. What you want is a true Bible-believing Christian. Therefore, because I know that this is a real Christian, I will congregate with him. I will come together with him because I want to be like him. So here we find, we find love, we find faith, we find love, and we have perseverance we have these three things and these three things it's work it's labor and it's, it's it's real perseverance it's when we talk about persevering when we talk about work when we talk about labor it's evidence it's outside the walls it's it's inside the walls outside the walls in other words when we work we should be able to see that you see real christian living should be evident it should not be hidden hidden la verdadera vida cristiana que se vive no es una, un cristianismo que está escondido, sino un cristianismo que alumbra. It is a light on a hill. 
It cannot be hidden. We're not just Christians because we go to church. I'm not a Christian just because I preach. If Jesus is not the source of your conversion, of your transformation, then nothing, then it's not reality, then it's not real. It's not the power of God. When the power of God comes in, there is a supernatural change. If God is real, then the change has to be real. Our desire here in our church is that you truly come to know Jesus. That is our desire. Nuestro deseo aquí en esta iglesia es que verdaderamente conozcas a Jesús. Eso es nuestro deseo. That you have a true encounter, a true uh, fellowship in Christ. That you get to know him personally. It's much more. It's much more than just coming to church. There's something much greater and we don't want you to miss him. He's resurrected. He's alive. That means that just as the disciples felt him 2,000 years with him, they walked with him, they, they fellowshiped with him. Did you know that that is true today? We want you to know this Jesus. When you get to know him, your work of faith, your labor of love, all of that is, is, is it's going to be difficult for you to hide that because all you're going to want to do is just work for Jesus, just labor in Jesus. And, when, and when, it, when, when it's using the word to labor, it's to strive. It's not easy. But you do it because you love the Lord. Through tears, through suffering. When you, when you, when you come and you know deep down inside your heart, that Jesus is real and that you are in his prison, you can't help but to be humble. All pride goes away because he's real and his presence is real. Knowing, brethren, beloved by God, his choice of you, for our gospel, listen to this, our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. Just as you know what kind of men we prove to be among you 
for your sake. It came with power. It came with the Holy Spirit. And it came with full conviction. You see, the word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit is to convict the heart. To transform so that the heart can say, I can no longer live this way. I want Jesus. The, the, the power of God is so real that it convicts the heart. It brings light to the heart. You know, I began to see that the whole purpose of God's change, changing us, constantly working in our hearts is so that we can be an example to the world. While, while, while there is a, a racial discrimination, while there is all these kinds of stuff going on, meanwhile, in the church, you find all kinds of race, all kinds of ethnic groups, and we are not fighting. We are united in Christ Jesus. We are his people. He made us, and he made me just the way I am, tall and almost bald. And I'm all right with that. He made us. We, the church, are an example to where there's all kinds of division. We are example. We are not just any example. We are a godly example because we are his work. Nosotros somos el ejemplo donde hay mucha división en este país. Hay mucha discriminación que de, de diferentes razas. Pero nosotros somos la iglesia donde somos el ejemplo de lo que es una, vivir una vida en Cristo Jesús. Donde no hay división, donde siempre tenemos comunión entre unos a otros sin tener que preocuparnos de que somos diferentes porque todos somos igual. We are all the same. It's his work. He made us all different people. And the only ones in the world who can truly set an example of what it is to know this true and living God is through the church. You know, a lot of people, ¿sabe usted? Que mucha gente, a lot of people, will not believe unless they see. So the question is, what do they see in you? Muchos no creen sin, sin primeramente ver. La pregunta es, ¿qué están viendo en ti? If you say you're a Christian, well, what do they see in you? Do they see a church Who, who has work of faith in Christ? Do they see that they labor, that their labor of love is in Christ? Or their steadfastness in hope is in Christ? Do they see that in you? Because that's what God made us to be. Verse 6. You also became imitators of us. Look, look that, that's beautiful. You also became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction. The word much is great tribulation, much tribulation with joy of the Holy Spirit. 
with joy of the Holy Spirit. I love this. It says, you also became, you also became imitators of us. So, what he's saying here is that leaders in the Christian church should also be an example so that other Christians can become imitators of us leaders. Amen? We as leaders, and, and that's fine. We can say that we Christians are all leaders in a, in a world, in this world. And we should be because God called us to be. The purpose of you setting a good example as, as a Christian, the purpose is so that others would have the desire to imitate you. Have a desire to want what you have. Have a desire to be just like you are. And, and, and may I add, you cannot be Anyone who sets a godly example, unless the word of God has truly come in with power and with the Holy Spirit. You cannot be a godly example unless the word of God lives inside of you. The Holy Spirit, unless he lives inside of you, you cannot be. And a, a godly example, a godly biblical Christian. So I want to invite you to come to know this Jesus who empowers us to be different. Who gives us authority to become effective in a, in a fallen world. There's a, a Chinese, young Chinese in China... And we know that many Christians in China have suffered persecution. But listen to what this young, I would say he was probably in his low, uh, early 20s. Listen to what he said. If the church becomes weak, we will lose our, effective, uh, uh, our effectiveness in our society. If the church becomes weak, it will lose its effectiveness in society. The Christians in Thessalonica were persecuted. They were persecuted and they suffered a lot. And one of the things that we find here is that Paul was not with the Christians during this time of the persecution. What does this mean? Instead of, instead of um, falling away from the faith, they were left alone during a very difficult time in their life. They were left totally by themselves after Paul had ministered to them. And instead of falling from the faith, Paul, was pleased to find after sending Timothy 
to go and see how they're doing, comes back, Timothy comes back with the news that they were instead, they were filled with the, with the power of God. They were a testimony. They became a, an example to the Christians. The purpose of any persecution is to instill in you fear so that you can become weak. And if you become weak, you will lose your effectiveness as a Christian. You know, we may not be persecuted as our other brothers and sisters in, in different parts of the world where they're, they're, they, they torture you or, or whatever you do. The whole idea in persecution is to weaken you. So listen to me. Since probably most of us are not being persecuted, but you, did you know that the same thing can happen to you? You can be weakened in the faith by comfort, by riches, by money. You can, be, you can be weakened by all of that, having the same effect. For what? So that you will not be effective in this world. We must not allow for our, our Christian brothers and sisters in Christ to be weakened. Because... Because we have the word of God, which is power. We have the Holy Spirit, which is power. And that should shine. That should be seen in us as the people of God. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ, we are just passing by. How are we passing by is the question. Damas y caballeros, estamos ahorita nada más pasando por este mundo. La pregunta es, ¿cómo voy a pasar en este mundo? Si verdaderamente estoy reflejando lo que es nuestro Dios. Verse 7, so that you became an example, listen to this. So that you became an example to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. So not only brothers, that they desire to imitate those who were also setting example leadership. But they were also setting, now they have themselves become an example. So that others can just come to Jesus. Because they're setting a biblical example of what it is, that what happens when the word of God really takes effect. I'm telling you, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Don't care what government tries to stop and instill fear. We will not fail because we belong to this living God. We are real. We are his work. For the word of the Lord, this is amazing, this is awesome. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you. You know, these are not 
they didn't go to any biblical school. They just had a little bit of Bible study with the Apostle Paul. And after that, they were left alone, yet it was spreading out like fire who these people were. It is a real change. Real Christianity does not guarantee us that we will never suffer. Real Christianity is that when we do suffer, we will go through. We'll be okay on the other side. That's real Christianity. Just because we have faith, love, and perseverance in Christ does not mean that we will not suffer. Well, faith, love, and perseverance is for the purpose so that when we do suffer, we will go through it. We'll be all right. I have confidence. Those of you who have truly come to know Jesus Christ, I have confidence. I know what God can do. You will be all right. Now listen to me. It's important that you do know this Jesus. The same power that changed them, the same Holy Spirit that changed them, is the same one that can change you. Is the same one that can change you. God wants you to really truly come to know him. And, and, and listen, coming to church is good, but if it's just a tradition uh, you know, you need to really know Jesus so that you know the difference. Because I'll tell you, it's inspiring to be around Christian and good people. But I'm telling you, there's something greater. Is that when you come to know Jesus, the Jesus that they know, if it feels good to be around Christians who are true believers, imagine what it'll be to come to know Jesus. Imagine that. I want to invite you. Maybe you've been coming to church for years and years. I heard a testimony one time of a pastor who had been preaching for 20-something years. And for the first time, he came to know Christ. After he'd been preaching 20-something years. For the first time, he came to know Christ. See, because there's some of us who believe that we're Christians just because we've been raised up in a Christian home. But Jesus has not forgotten you. And he just wants to remind you, listen, there's much more to just being raised up in a Christian home. He wants to know you. And you, he, he wants you to know him. Verse 9. I'm sorry, let's just go to verse 8 and finish that off. And the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith towards God has gone forth so that we have no need to say anything. Now watch this, verse 9. For they themselves report about us what kind of reception we had with you. Now watch this. And how you turned to God from idols. How you turned, talk about real repentance. Just, I mean, you tell me, is that not conviction? That they turned to God from idols. You can't do that by yourself. God can. Jesus can. 
Aquí hay una transformación, un cambio en este versículo 9. Ese cambio, esa transformación, tú no lo puedes hacer. Tiene que haber una convicción. There has to be a conviction. There has to be a work from God. True repentance is when there is true conviction of the heart. It's, it's when you hate sin. You want nothing to do with sin anymore. You're just so tired of your life. You want something from heaven into your heart. Something clean and powerful in your heart. True change. So it says that they turn to God from idols. Which means they turn to God because he's real hope. And they turn from idols because it's not real hope. You see money and riches. And other things in life that you so depend on so much to fulfill your needs is never enough. Jesus is. Christ is enough. Resident, I tell you this with just in, um, passionately, with my whole heart. I'm telling you there's something much more, much more than just coming to church. I want you, we want you here in Alamo City. We want you to know Jesus. We want him to be the source as to why you come here. We want him to be that fountain in your life as to why you want to congregate here. There's much more. Think about it. I'm going to repeat this again. Think about this. If you feel good coming to church, I want you to think about how greater of a feeling it is to come to Jesus. Much more. We, we are an example to you. We, we can tell you, we, we, we are a testimony to that. And we can tell you here in Alamo City, we can tell you that Jesus is real and, and, and that his joy and the joy of the Holy Spirit is real. It's real. Come to know Jesus. Come to know him. You need him. One of the things here in this church that you'll find, they were not discouraged. They were not discouraged. And I want you to know something. As you continue to read this letter, just because I did not get discouraged when persecution come, Paul also warns of them of other things that they need to be careful of, and that's, that's sexual immorality. Moral values. That you need to be vigilant. You need to be careful if you want to continue to be an example of God's great power and God's great glory. If you want to. And I'm telling you, listen, a real Christian really has a deep down passion, a deep down desire to truly be just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. 
a real Christian. And I can tell you, I've been a Christian for over 23 years. My life has not been the same. Just like many of you can say the same thing. As you begin to grow in Christ, you become, you, you, be, you begin to hate more of the life that you used to live. And you begin to desire more of what Jesus is. Sanctification is what we call that, a separation from the life that we used to live. God is good, and he's real. He's real. Let us bow our heads. Father, I just want to thank you so much, Lord, for all that you've done in our hearts. Oh, Jesus. Help us to continue to be an example. Lord, if there is someone in this place who recognizes they have not been a godly example, will you just bring them to you, Lord, and tell him or her you have not forgotten them. And you will not hold back, Lord, in working in their hearts and in their minds so that they can be an example. Jesus, at this moment, perhaps there is someone who has such a desire to truly get to know you. They've been coming to church for Months, years, and they just feel that there's something missing today. If they have opened up, Lord, oh, Lord, that your might and your power of the Holy Spirit would saturate all of his mind. Oh, that he would be completely baptized by your Holy Spirit. So that his life would not be the same. I love you, Father. Thank you so much for changing us. Oh, Jesus, our desire is to be like you. We love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name.